0: Maybe it was a time change was all we needed to be successful gamblers. Or maybe it was the start of basketball season. Whatever it was, we're going to roll with it. One successful week down, another one coming your way on the gambling edition of Sixth Year Seniors. And now,
1: from a smoky sports bar off the Las Vegas Strip, after the final tickets have been cashed out for the evening, counting their money, or what's left of it, it's Alan Capsk and Mike Watson, the 6th Year Seniors! Mikey, how you doing? Um, I'm squeezing my cerebrum and cerebellum back into my skull (laughs) after running the numbers on the Big 12 Matrix of Doom. Uh, for the last 48 hours. Uh,
0: have you done anything other than work on the Matrix of Doom in the last 48 hours? I think I showered at one point. <laughs> I'm
1: not sure about anything else. I could work on this thing for another week and I, I would have no idea what's going on. The good news is is that after the games conclude this Saturday, uh, we'll have a much better idea of, of where things are going with the Big 12 Matrix of Doom. We'll talk about it in a minute, but there's some highly entertaining uh, curiosities that we discover. We, and we will post this. We'll post this on Twitter later, too.
0: Well, so do we want to get to uh, basketball first, get that out of the way, and then talk? Absolutely
1: to need to talk hoops first. Speaking of curiosities, you've got one. There was some stuff going on Tuesday. Good start to the basketball season so far.
0: Yeah, a game that we missed uh, in the first week, Southern defeated unlv 85 71 back on the 8th which uh, i believe was wednesday they were a 20 and a half point dog walking into sin city and beat the rebels by 14 so let's add southern to the clubhouse leaders along with monmouth as the biggest upsets of the year so far good lord and on top of that a couple others I found just while I was looking through the first week. Presbyterian beat Vanderbilt. How bad is Vanderbilt going to be
1: this? Oh year? yeah, man. I don't know, but it's not a, not a good look for my man Jerry Stackhouse.
0: And the thing was, Presbyterian was only only like a 16 point dog, and uh, and they just did a number on Vandy. I mean, it wasn't even close to a ball game. Oof, not good. So we missed out on those two. We're bringing them back around. Always fun to watch the little guys beat the big guys in November.
1: You know, you talk about the little guys, talk about the big guys, Champions Classic Tuesday night. Duke takes care of Michigan State. They rebound off their uh, their loss to Arizona last week. Michigan State, two losses, and it's not even the middle of November yet. So, uh, good stuff there. Um, did you see any of the Kansas-Kentucky game? I did not. I actually was watching more of the Gavit games. Kansas jumped out to an 8-0 lead right out of the gate. They led eleven to three, and then Kentucky—I mean—just kind of flipped a switch. And it was like, oh, Kentucky's got the dudes that can that can run here with the Jayhawks, and then Kansas dropped a hammer on him in the second half. Kentucky hung around. Hunter Dickinson, twenty and twenty. Uh, he's going to be a pain in the ass. I think he's going to be the. He, I think he's going to be the college basketball villain this year, and I think I'm okay with that the big Ten Chicago crowd was not happy seeing him suit up for for Kansas but but that's okay yeah. <laughs> um here's the thing about that game 8984 Kansas was down double digits at one point either late first half or early second half. Kentucky didn't get much out of Wagner and Edwards Have they gotten like anything from those guys? I think they probably have a chance to win the game. They combined one of 18 from the floor. Ouch. Um, I'm surprised they were the, that close know, then. These, they're supposed to be, you know, lottery picks and all this. And we've heard all this crap from Kentucky before. But it felt like there was something different going on. Kentucky didn't play great and hung and, and hung with Kansas for 40 minutes. So... So maybe maybe Kentucky is uh, is a little more back than they've been recently. Uh, but that's a good win for Kansas being able to fight the adversity, come back and, uh, and, and beat and a good Kentucky squad uh, that early in the season. So the number one team to land hold serve, we'll see what the Jayhawks got. Like
0: I said I I was following the Gavit games. There were a couple of really good ones on Tuesday. Marquette beat Illinois 71-64. Then the night on the cap. road in on, Champaign, on road. that's a big yeah. win for Marquette. Yeah. And then in the nightcap. cap Uh, Iowa at Creighton, Creighton wins 92-84. I mean, they were just firing bullets at each other for 40 minutes. It was a really entertaining game.
1: (laughs) Iowa's basketball offense, Iowa's football offense. There's a joke to be made there somewhere. I don't (laughs) know what it is, but uh, it might be. Is it points per per play? I know it was points per possession. Points per possession might be.
0: Uh, is there a possibility that they score more points in a game than the football team does in a season? That's in play, probably. But there might be some, we'll have to do the math on that. Oh, man. Uh, one that could take a good shot at that, Gonzaga beat Eastern Oregon yesterday 123-57. to
1: Ooh, of war. <laughs> Speaking of the West Coast, late night get back, uh, UC Irvine knocks off USC. Irvine yes. was a 11-point uh, dog, so so good on you. I, I know USC's missing Bronny and all that stuff, but come on. Good win for UCI.
0: Uh, there was another one a couple days ago. Nevada beat Washington uh, up in uh, in Seattle. Seattle? Wow. Yeah, uh, so I mean, Nevada might be back around this year. Yeah, you know, let's just make the Mountain West even tougher.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Hey, did you catch the, uh, the little bit of humor at Nevada... F- earlier in the season with the bats with the bats yes yes i did i did <laughs> apparently about two or three minutes to go bats decided to fly out of the rafters at uh nevada's arena and stopped the game for a good five minutes or so steve
1: alford was not a uh, not pleased with the situation <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: the only that's reason great. i heard about that was because it happened against Sac state and so it made me. oh that's games. right i thought about it because they were playing Sac state that's right they claim it's an annual event. I don't ever remember the bats coming out of the Belfry in Nevada, but I'll, I'll take it. Is that like
1: when the bats come out of the under the bridge in Austin every night? That's a, that's a nightly thing. I don't man, This is, I don't know, an annual thing. The bats like come out of hibernation. What the hell is this shit?
0: Uh, they do that uh, out in Davis. Uh, there is a causeway that goes across a rice field on I-80. Go down there right at sunset and bats will just fly out by the thousands going after well,
1: but, but, but again that's a daily that's a daily thing it's not like they were just hibernating it's it, it's not like we could schedule the game in, 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 around when the bats come out I mean, otherwise we would have seen the bats before this the bats come out in Reno I have no idea it's the wild <laughs> kingdom edition of sixth year seniors
0: like <laughs> we'll stay here in the jeep while Jim tries to provoke the lion are you old enough to remember wild kingdom no, I'm really not. Oh, okay, so th- that was always the gimmick. The old guy who was the announcer on the show, the host of the show, he'd always get his second in command to go out and, like, you know, go go poke the lion, and he'd sit back in the Jeep and do, you know, play-by-play. <laughs> oh, look, there, Jim just hit clawed across the stomach.
1: <laughs> That's nice.
0: All right, so now that we've done uh, Wild Kingdom, let's go to the Wild Matrix of Doom and the Big Twelve.
1: All right, as I, as I was pouring through the numbers on uh, late Monday night, I shot you a little curiosity bit here that, um, believe it or not, going into this weekend, there are four different combinations of results that would result in an eight-way tie in the Big 12. I love it. I love Everybody it. finishes six and three. Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. They could all finish six and three. It's absolutely batshit insane. I I, I, I don't even understand. I don't want to understand
0: it. I just want it to happen. Yeah, I, I don't oh, understand. I just want it to happen. I'm, 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 okay, I'm how about this? The... What 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 are the chances? Of first and second place actually finishing without a tie,
1: without a tie. Oh, all right, that, that's a you
0: know the most boring see. possibility. How how possible is that? Oh, okay. I, I won't say. I don't
1: have it. Well, no. I I could I could pull this. Hang on a second. It's not. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this much. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. Basically, what what would have to happen? Texas would have to win out. Finish it eight and one. And then we're going to run the Matrix live here on 60 Year Seniors. Oh, no, that's not going to work. Let me run it this way.
0: You got to get it at exactly the right angle to the sun.
1: Yeah, basically, yeah.
0: Texas, by the way, is at Iowa State and then hosting Texas Tech in their last two games. I mean, it's it's, far, it's far-fetched. Let, let's, let's, let's not
1: throw anything around this. I've basically run it to the point, though. I've got sixty-one percent of the championship game qualifiers solved. Basically, five. So, so there's there's forty-one hundred combinations of of how this could how this could work. I've got five thousand of them solved, figured out. Of the of what I've got, come on, Texas, Mikey, do better. <laughs> I, it's it's ridiculous. I know. Of what I have. Texas has a 56% chance of making the Big 12 title game. Now, again, this is just a of this portion. The percentage of that is much, much larger. Oklahoma's at 17%. Oklahoma State's at 13 Kansas State's at 15 Iowa State's at 18 Wow. And a lot swings on that game this weekend in Ames. Um, Kansas, I've got some combinations where Kansas sneaks in. As the two seed through tiebreakers, 61 of the available combinations has Texas in there. I can't figure out a way to get West Virginia in, but I do have three combinations where Texas Tech gets in on tiebreakers as the two seed, which was absolutely bonkers to me.
0: Scott Steiner's math brain has just been blown. Pretty much, yes. It
1: looked like we had 15... Let's see 15 1500 combinations where it was not a tie at second place which is about a third a, a, a 1 in 3 chance that the Big 12 does not end in a tie in a first or second place tie but it's absolutely insane we've got combinations for Eight-way ties, seven-way ties. There's all sorts of six-way ties. And again, as we were talking about off-air, because we don't have the round-robin anymore, calculating the tiebreaker off of this is not exactly easy. So I went through trying to figure out where in the hell six-way... Five, I've got four eight-ways. I think I got 24 seven-ways. The six-way ties are loaded. There's a ton of them. For Again, for second... For second place. Although some of these are even
0: first place. Mikey's going to be sitting out in a street corner in Dallas going, hey man, can I interest you in a five way? Oh, exactly. (laughs) And
1: I've got a ton of, I've got a ton of tiebreakers where it comes to whoever wins the, the Texas Iowa state game this weekend wins the conference. The loser is the second place team. I've got other combinations where, they're tied, and I don't have a clear tiebreaker based on the vague wording of how the Big 12 decides their tiebreaker. It's not just, you know, plug your, you know, what was your record against the the, the next highest seed? It, it goes to common opponents. And with eight different teams, but, you know, to, to calculate here... Man, I, I got a life, man. I can't just be <laughs> wasted, you know, literally not sleeping, trying to figure out this stupid Big 12 thing, when it'll probably solve most of it for me this weekend once Texas-Iowa State plays, Kansas-Kansas State. Those are the two big ones as far as the Big 12 goes. It's wide open. It's it's. It, we couldn't ask for anything else in in the final year of the current setup of the Big 12. Texas and Oklahoma head out to, uh, to greener pastures, or so they think, next season. I'm sure it's just going to be plug and play. We're going to lose Texas Snow U and everybody else is going to come in. It's going to be a shit show just like it
0: always is. It'll be entertaining as hell. At the very bottom of the tiebreaker system that Big 12 has in about two point type just send in the biggest bag of money. <laughs> Um, I, I'm just waiting for it to get the
1: coin flip. We just need the coin flip. That's all I
0: want. No, just screw coin flip. Come on, this is college football. Send in the biggest bag of money by you know Thursday at midnight oh
1: well, they, who's gonna bid? who's gonna bid on the, on the that's good <laughs> open open contract who's bidding on the on the second seed of the big 12 title game how much is it worth to you to come to come down to Arlington
0: and play Texas or whoever it is for for the big 12 title? This would be great all right well hey let's see if we can get ourselves involved with big bags of money with our picks this week how's that for a transition?
1: That's very good. We did good last week.
0: We did good. You were 6 and 2. You're just 2 games under 500 now for the season. I was 6 and 4. I'm battling my way there. My goal is to be at 500 by bowl season.
1: It, it's on the radar. It is in play and we're going to make it happen. We're going to keep it up this week. How many plays you got?
0: I got a big card. I have 15. So oh, apparently Lord, my brain is healthy again
1: and I just can't give up plays. You got twice as many as I do. I'm going with eight, just like I had last week. Although, I should have had Iowa over Rutgers. I had it written down, and, and uh, we didn't play it. But anyway, it should have been seven and two, not six and two. But it is what it is. You have to... Details matter, and, and make sure you're paying attention. Let's roll with it. I'm going to start down... Uh, They did good for me last week. I, I'm going to ride the bandwagon, because first-round pick Tyler Van Dyke is back in the saddle again, baby. I'm taking Miami as a pick. Over Louisville, this is a November college football play. This is all this is. Louisville's got to go on the road. They've got New Year's Six aspirations. They could play spoiler to Florida State. One win they're in the ACC title game. They're ba- the, the tiebreaker to get the ACC title game. It's it's bizarre. Carolina is still somehow in play, and, and it's it's weird. But all Louisville has to do is win the game, and they take care of all of the uh, outside variables that could affect them. And that's when you get in trouble in college football. Is all you, all you have to do is X. It's that simple, right? Going on the road and winning a important game in November is one of the hardest things to do in college football. If you are not one of the big boys and Louisville ain't that it's simple as that the pressure is on the cards Miami has nothing to lose in this game and they would love to be the monkey in the wrench
0: for the cards I'm taking Miami on the pick give me the canes I hate you and every major handicapper I follow got everybody and their mother is on Miami of Florida I have too much invested oh no. in Louisville to play this game, but God damn, I don't understand, and that scares me to death. Losses will find you.
1: That's what it is. And Louis, and this, this just has stupid loss for Louisville written all over it. It's simple as that.
0: But considering it's Tyler Van Dyke, it'll go something like this. Miami's going to jump out to a 21 nothing lead seven minutes into the first quarter. And then Louisville is going to fight back because Van Dyke will throw three interceptions, you know, in the next 47 minutes. And then it's going to come down to a either made or missed field goal at the gun. Keep in mind, keep in mind. I am putting money on the
1: quarterback who I told you last week ran the most pathetic two minute drill I've ever seen in my life. I'm putting money on that guy.
0: (laughs) Yes. I was going to remind you of that.
1: Just say, Hey, I, 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 I am transparent here. I'm an open door. Moving on, we're going to go to the Big Ten, and I just think I think it's chip on the shoulder, you know, it, it, it's 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 fuck you money, it's you know the respect card, all this stuff. Uh, lay the points in Michigan on the road at Maryland this week. They're going to kick the crap out of the Terps. They've uh, it, it's it's men on a mission at this point, and I know I know they could get stuck looking ahead to Ohio State, but I think this Harbaugh thing has really got the team. Uh, gelled and on, you know, One One Direction, True North, all this stuff. I think they are going to come out and kick the crap out of a suspect Terps team. Lay the points. Michigan's going to kick the crap out of minus nineteen. On the Wolverines
0: actually I have it at 18 and a half and we have a mortgage
1: play oh it moved down a half since I looked at it excellent
0: yes for the exact same reasons they're not going to be looking ahead to Ohio State because they're pissed off as hell and Maryland isn't going to be able to stop a pissed-off Michigan team Their therefore string is going to be able to score against Maryland have you heard the I don't want to call it a rumor uh, but the wild idea that because the Baltimore Ravens and John Harbaugh are nearby, maybe John Harbaugh can do a guest shot on Saturday coaching the Michigan <laughs> Wolverines.
1: <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and again,
0: if I was Michigan, I'd do it just to piss off the NCA. Sign him to a one-day contract and see what the NCA can do legally about it.
1: Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I'm not sure Maryland scores in that game by the way. I know Maryland's got a little got a little bit Michigan's good. Uh, t-
0: freaking good. Oh, will launch one bomb. Yeah, he may go get, he, he he'll probably go 3 for 17 for 120 yards and a touchdown and three interceptions. <laughs> 3 for 17.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned this game on Monday and, and the more I looked at it, the line was, the line was juicy. I jumped on it. College Game Day is in uh is in Harrisonburg, Virginia for James Madison App State. James Madison, fantastic. I've been on the Dukes all season long. They are legit, undefeated. They should be in the New Year's 6 conversation. They're getting screwed by some archaic NCAA rules. Uh, they're giddy. But they're hosting the team that was the, the darling last year in Appalachian State. And I just think that. App's going to go into this game is hey, they've got our spot right now. This should be us. We're supposed to be the upstart in the Sun Belt making all the waves. And James Madison sort of scooped our heat here. I think App State comes to play. I think they break out a couple of the trick plays. I think they're going to hang around. And since this line was more than a touchdown, uh, I jumped on the Mountaineers. I think this one goes down to the wire. I'm taking App State plus nine on the road at JMU.
0: Yeah, this is one of the last ones I crossed off. If I'd got 10, I would be on it. App State just kind of scares me because they've underperformed all year. But you're right. From a emotional standpoint, this is all App State.
1: Absolutely. I, J, James Madison could totally get caught up in the moment here. They've still got a game to play after this to finish off their season unbeaten. It, it's that kind of, you know, we're looking ahead. Maybe we can finish the season unbeaten. We got all the gaga here this week. Oh And, oh, wait, there's also an opponent here who's going to be really pissed off play us. So it's all lining up for me for App State. Of course, James Madison may win the game by three touchdowns and prove me wrong. We'll see what happens. Mountain West going out west. Uh, The Darlings last week, Hawaii, kicked the crap out of Air Force out on the island in the late night get-back game. It was a hell of a deal. But now they've got to come back across the ocean. They're going into altitude, 7,000 feet, all that stuff. Uh, to a Wyoming team that's kind of sputtering here down the stretch, but that's a bad combination. Hawaii coming off the big high, having to travel, having to go up in the mountains. I think it just lines up here for Wyoming to, to really put a put an a exclamation point on what has been a successful season, even if they really wanted some more out of this. It's less than two touchdowns, so I'm going to jump on it. Give me the Cowboys minus 13. I think they uh, take care of business here.
0: Uh, I can see that, but... Hawaii not only looked good against Air Force, but they looked good against Nevada two weeks ago. They might have found something. That's a big number, especially. It's a big number. You got to ask, why does Wyoming really want to run it up?
1: It's not Wyoming running it up. It's Hawaii not just you know coming down. It's more of a play on Hawaii coming down. That's my guess. Maybe I got a bad read on it. We'll see. Uh, Speaking of bad reads. I was higher on one of these teams coming into the season than you were, and it looks like you were right and I was wrong. So I'm going to come around on you here. I've told you for the last few weeks, just just lay the points, and and, and they're going to take care of it. George is minus 10 on the road in Knoxville. George, I think the machine has has awakened. I don't think there's anything to fret here. Georgia is, is a steamroller uh, en route to the SEC championship game. Where, where Alabama awaits them. Tennessee, I mean, they if they can pull the upset, that's great. It's the number one team in the nation. They're going to be up for it. They knocked off the number one team in the land last year, but that was last year. That team was a lot better than this one. And Your boy, Joe Milton, ain't what Hendon Hooker was last season. Uh, I think Georgia's just a, just a machine right now, and I think Tennessee is not up to the task. Georgia drops the hammer. Give me the dogs, minus 10 in Knoxville.
0: I am with you as far as how this game will play out, and that's why I'm on the under 58 and a half. Hell, Tennessee may not score. Tennessee may not score.
1: If you've been following all season long, there there is one rule that I go by uh, religiously, and that is if there's a game with a total that's like 40 or less and there's a big number on it, Take the big number, take the points. There's a reason for that and I'm gonna do that this week. Rutgers and Penn State the, the total on the game I believe is 40 and a half. Rutgers is getting 20 and a half points. That's way too many points for a game that may have seven possessions each. Penn State we 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 know what their offense is now. Drew Aller ain't the guy yet. The Rutgers defense is good enough to steal points and to steal this game. I'm not saying Rutgers is going to win this game. Penn State will win the game. But Rutgers is going to hang around in this, and it's going to be an ugly Big Ten game that winds up 17-7 to or something ridiculous like that. And the game's probably over in two and a half hours. Way too many points here. Give me Rutgers plus 20 and a half.
0: And we have our second mortgage play of the week. I, You know, I didn't even look at the total versus spread, but what I looked at was, why does Penn State care anymore they've lost their two games that mean anything to them this season yeah they are what they are meanwhile Rutgers is always going to give you a tough game they're gonna run the ball again and keep the clock moving yeah 20 and a half is a big big number and I'm taking it as well
1: I think that I, I I think Rutgers stays within single digits in that game they will they will lose that game by no more than 10 points I'm calling it now
0: you can get yourself a really juicy number. Rutgers plus
1: ten. Just throwing that out there. I've been talking about this one for uh, for, the, for uh, earlier on Monday. We hinted around at it last week. I think I think it's the personally I think it's the game of the day. Uh, Ames, Iowa, Iowa State Cyclones hosting Texas, a game with massive ramifications for the Big Twelve and perhaps the college football playoff. And as I was talking about earlier with Louisville, losses will find you if you're not ready for them. This is the fly in the ointment game for Texas. Brooks is out. You're going to have to lean on Quinn Ewers to win this game. Are they up to the challenge? I don't know if Iowa State pulls the upset off, but I've seen Big 12 Playoff BCS contenders go up to Ames, Iowa in the middle of November, Oklahoma State in 2011, and totally shit the bed. It's not an easy place to play. That crowd's going to be fired up. I'm taking the Cyclones plus seven and the hook to keep this close with the Horns who will desperately have to find a way to escape Ames, Iowa alive Saturday night. That's going to be a fantastic, fantastic contest.
0: At what point in the game does Arch Manning come off the bench and become the savior?
1: Oh man, what a what a storyline that would be! That'd be hilarious.
0: I'm with you. I didn't bet the game, but man, Iowa State plus seven and a half is uh, man, that's tasty. That is. A good I'm
1: telling. And again, if you ain't if you ain't Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. Alabama it, it basically that's the that's the four and I, I might even I might throw Oregon in there this season and that's why I'm staying off the Washington game by the way that's a weird line. road games in November when all the pressure is on man you have to be dialed in T's crossed eyes dotted all that stuff. this is a tough tough game for Texas. Iowa State will be up to the challenge. Last play on my card it's senior day. Down in the wiregrass, my Troy Trojans hosting the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana Lafayette. Troy's just been humming along ever since they lost that James Madison game. And they're just kicking the crap out of folks. I think they dial it up one more time for senior day. Take the Trojans minus 16 and a half and thank me later. Go Trojans.
0: Yeah, I think La lot of law falling fallen off the edge of a cliff. Yep. The, you just got to ask, is Troy willing to run up the score? And on senior night, yeah, they might. That's the catch. Those are my plays. All eight of them. All right. So that's two mortgage plays for you. Michigan, minus 18.5 against Maryland. And Rutgers, plus 20.5 against Penn State. Also, if you want to throw a parlay together, take Georgia, minus 10 and under 58.5 against Tennessee. Boom. I have, uh, I think it's 15 total. You've already heard three of them. I start on Friday. Colorado at Washington State. Total 63. I'm rolling with the same thing that's given me winners in the last couple weeks. I'm playing Colorado under. That offense is atrocious. It doesn't matter who's calling the plays. And Washington State is falling apart as it is as well. As long as there aren't any cheap touchdowns, and, granted, with these two offenses, that could happen. But if there aren't any cheap touchdowns, this is staying well under 63. Yeah, cheap touchdowns
1: is the trick there. Man, Colorado, what? (laughs) <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. I was looking at the TV. Video. Did did I see? Hey, let me pull this up. Monkeys in the truck. Monkeys in the truck. Check out the uh, check out the schedule next week for uh, for the closing finale here. Colorado for as 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 much you know as shit as we given them. There's still enough of a TV draw to send Notre Dame Stanford to the Pac-12 network. They're putting Notre Dame. On the Pac 12 network for the season finale. So Colorado's still got some juice. Uh, I don't know how much they've got left, but they've still got a little bit.
0: Okay, yeah. I, I, I see, I mean, all the schedule's still in the making. I see Colorado either on ABC or ESPN, either 12 four or 4 30. Against Utah, right? Against Utah, yes. Yeah, yep. And that'll be another easy under. Hell, Colorado may not score against that Utah defense, especially if Utah has to. Coach Prime, Coach Prime, Coach Prime. But that's next week. That's next week. week. Coming back to this week, I am shocked that you didn't take some team as a dog on the road at Clemson. Plus six and a half. Believe me, I thought about it. Plus six and a half. That's just too many points. Clemson's not that good. It could well be wrong team favorite. This and this is actually
1: and this and I stayed off it because I'm not I'm not putting any monetary uh investment in that team after what they put me through last Saturday night. But I do think they will perform better as the dog here. I just th- I think that's just how it is. Clemson's good, that's fine. They're not what they were last season. They, they, they're not what they've been. Good spot for Carolina to pull one here. If if Carolina wins out, here's the thing. I mentioned the tiebreaker earlier. Louisville loses to Miami. Carolina wins out, and Virginia Tech loses to either NC State or Virginia. Next week, Carolina's back in the ACC championship game. It's bizarre. It has, makes no sense,
0: but they can win a three-way tiebreaker. I have a weird feeling I'm going to hate Miami of Florida by Sunday morning. Next couple of games, I'm on a pair of unders in the Big Ten Purdue at Northwestern under 47, and by God, it's only taken me all damn season. But Illinois, Iowa under 31.
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, I looked at that Illinois.
1: I was thinking about actually taking Iowa in that game and just decide, like, you know, just better uh, better judgment got me on that. But I'm, God, Iowa, good grief.
0: Back at the ACC, another dog. Syracuse plus six and a half against Georgia tech Garrett Schrader came back last week but they ran a really kind of bizarre wildcat for most of the game they only threw I think seven passes the entire game and just ran rough shot over Pittsburgh I think they can do the same thing against Georgia tech plus both teams five and five both shooting for bowls that tells me this is gonna be a very close game six and a half
1: is a lot of points. Don't have a good read on that when I still, I, I I can't take text performance against Carolina seriously. And I got no good read on Syracuse.
0: Here's one I'm digging deep for Massachusetts traveling to Liberty. They are a 20 and a 27 and a half point dog. I'm taking mm. UMass and the points simply because Liberty's got nothing to play for. They can win by 20 and they'll be happy. UMass. Well, I mean, they have nothing to play for either. They're awful, but at least they're going to keep trying throughout the entire game, even when Liberty has their third string in. Does Liberty have any
1: shot at the New Year's Six game? I, it's, they're not going to. They can run the table. They're not going to do it, right?
0: I think it's going to depend what happens to the American. Like you said, if one of those teams gets through without losing another game between now and then, it'll probably be the champion of the American. Uh, but if the American title game winner happens to be the second-place team who has a couple of losses on them, then I think that opens the door for Liberty.
1: That's just got 35-point beatdown written all over it. If Liberty makes the New Year's thing, I'm just saying it right now.
0: Yeah, they're not that great
1: this year. I, it's not. not
0: like past years. couple of games in the Pac-12. Arizona, minus one against Utah. I'm riding the Wildcats until they fail me, and then I may continue to ride them anyway. And then I'm taking Washington plus two and a half at Oregon State. Everybody and their mother is on Oregon State. I think this line's gotten out of hand at this point. It opened at Oregon State plus one. I'll take the undefeated Washington Huskies plus two and a half on the road. It feels like, again, on the
1: road here, this feels like bait. I stayed off of it because of it. But you're right. That line has gone bonkers. Oh, Oregon State from plus one to minus two. It was it two and a half? Two and a half. What's going on? This is absolutely crazy. Washington's the better team. Oregon State will challenge them, but Washington's going to win that game. I just I, I but I stayed off it because it 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 smells of shenanigans.
0: One more game on the East Coast, and then I go to the Mountain West. I'm grabbing Temple plus seven and a half against UAB. EJ Warner is back. UAB sometimes looks really good, sometimes looks really bad. I know that they give up a ton of yardage through the air. That's what Temple does. I think they can stay within a touchdown.
1: You've got to play your owls one more time,
0: huh? One more time. Well, plus this is a big one for me as far as uh, win totals go. Temple's dust. I've lost that one. But if they can prevent UAB from getting a fourth win, then I'm still alive on my under bet on UAB. Gotcha. Then, in the Mountain West, Nevada traveling to Colorado State. They're an 11.5-point dog. Remember, it was two years ago that Jay Norvell left Nevada for the Colorado State job. Took a bunch of dudes with him. Last year, Nevada wasn't competitive. This year, they have become competitive. And I think this is the year they really try to get their revenge on Colorado State. They should be able to stay within 11 and a half, might even be able to win this game.
1: I forgot about the Nevada-Colorado State connection with Norvell and all that stuff. It didn't even cross my mind when I was scrolling through the games. That's a good, uh, good play there.
0: UNLV, Air Force. All of a sudden, this has Mountain West title implications. Total is 47. I say it goes under Air Force's offense? Question mark, big time now. UNLV's defense has carried them through this season.
1: Interesting contest there. Air Force reeling. Can Vegas keep up the uh, the good karma? We'll see.
0: By the way, did you catch the uh, the UNLV, Wyoming game last week that I got the, the so so lucky under on?
1: I did not.
0: They scored 35 points in the first half. The total was 50 and a half. They were at 42 midway through the third quarter, and then only kicked two field goals the rest of the game. Oh lord! Unbelievable! That that's one of those you you, you just thank the gambling gods for. I had no business
1: winning that game. Cash the ticket. Keep your head
0: down. Keep moving. Yep, exactly. I just robbed a bank. Yep. Finally, I am on the late-night get-back game just because I am a degenerate. San Jose State, minus 14.5 against San Diego State. The Aztecs just are not a good team this year, and they're falling off the cliff. San Jose State needs this game to be bowl-eligible because next week they play UNLV. This is the game they can win to get to six.
1: I'm with you on that. Brady Hope. you know, doing great things with San Diego State, and all of a sudden they just hit a brick wall this season at 100 miles an hour. The train is shattered, the whole thing. they got to figure it out. San Jose State could totally use this win.
0: And by the way, we haven't talked about Nick Nash much, but he has had a solid year
1: at receiver for the Spartans. Your boy, Nick Nash.
0: So that's it. That's all I have, as if I need more. We do have two mortgage plays, Michigan minus 18 and a half against Maryland and Rutgers plus 20 and a half against Penn State. If you want to put a parlay together, Georgia minus 10 and under 58 and a half against Tennessee. Boom. With that, we come back on Monday. We're going to talk about the week of Thanksgiving. Football, basketball, one of the best college sports weeks of the year. It's going to be a
1: happening. Things are going to be shaping up, and, and and we'll have our uh, we'll basically have the, the balance of the storylines for the college football season in play at that point. There will you know we'll have the, the the matrix of death will be you know fairly straightforward. Uh, we'll see if Texas can can survive this weekend and keep going. We'll see if Washington can get out of Corvallis and keep going. We'll see, It's just everything is starting to happen, and everything will definitely happen the week of Thanksgiving. Basketball, football, like you said. For Barry Switzer, Mike Gundy, and Mac Brown, for God's sakes. Big 12 legends, or big 8 legends in Switzer's case. You know what I'm saying. That's the best producer in the business, Allen Caps. i Mikey Watson. We will do this again Monday, breaking down Feast Week on the hardwood and winding down to the end of the college football season. We'll do all of it right here on Six Year Seniors.